What's going on, GNGs? It's your boy Trek, and this is Tracking Cryptos to Connect, the BitTube channel. And if you've listened to my podcast, you know what Tracking Cryptos to Connect is about. Well, here's the the upgrade, the new expansion, the what we're trying to do in 2019 and going forward. Um, this particular segment, I don't know exactly what I'm going to end up calling it. If it'll be something like you know talking with Trek or Trek's conversations or something. I'm not 100% certain yet, but um, I finally got to have a, a conversation that was supposed to be an actual interview with Crypto Blood, but we just got caught up in talking and then he ran out of time. And so um, I'm putting out the conversation we had with his permission. He was okay with this. And I'm putting it out because we, we talk about the relevant stuff that's going on as far as entrepreneurship within the space and him giving me some of his advice and insight and then me talking about what I was going through and am going through right now and the reality of what it's really like, you know, um, making that fiat to crypto crossover. And so I hope somebody's inspired. I hope somebody learns something. I hope somebody gets some new insight. And yeah, GNGs, like this is what the Tracking Cryptos to Connect thing is about. It's about the real part of the of living in the space and not just giving you the highlights of when things happen good in a bull market. And yeah, GNGs, like that's what it is. And I hope you guys enjoy. And there we go. But yeah, man, like I said, um, this last quarter has been real, bro. Like I had to, um, I don't know if you've been seeing like the crap I've been talking about on um, the Instagram side, but a little had, bit had to touch the um, the fiat on the end of doing um, Grubhub. Okay. Yeah. So it, what's what's crazy is like the realization of. Um, operating in this space and uh, what it really takes, like depending on what you're trying to do, right? So if you're talking about doing trading and that's what your thing is, you, you, you have certain things that work out for you in that regard. But then when it doesn't, like depending on what you were doing prior on the fiat side or like the regular traditional job market side, you know, um, you, you can like fall back. And like my yeah. thing now has been i've been real kind of I've, I've really been prideful as a bitch bro like i'm dead ass like i already had like two or three friends come to me and be like yo bro like if you want to go back over to the sandbox just say the word like i can get you the job back in kuwait or iraq mm -hmm. and i'm just mm -hmm. like nah no like I'm, I'm really like looking to make this work like I made it a year so far, you know what I'm saying? Like without having to get a traditional nine to five job. Is this your first time jumping out? Yeah, bro. Bro, okay. like, like yep. I didn't. So do you remember, you remember Mike B, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So I came back from my second deployment last year and I, I, I was in, I wanted to leave defense contracting, but I was looking at cybersecurity. And then I was going back and forth with Mike on, you know, in the comments and just doing like one-on-one -on -one email stuff. And he was like, well, why don't you look in the, um, being a smart contract dev? So I already knew like my work history has been when I get that certain feeling of like, all right, it's time to move on. Like you've outgrown this things happen. And then like, boom, it just, all right, I'm out, I'm gone. And I leave that job. Right. And that's what was going on when I came back 
from this joint, from my um, deployment, where I, I just wasn't feeling what I was doing anymore, and I, I didn't see any growth that was going to happen mm -hmm. in it. So I end up talking with him. He's like, yo, you should look into this. I start looking into it, and I'm like, well, I've been in the space since like 2013, 2014. I know enough shit. Man. <laughs> If the one wow. thing this year has taught me is I didn't know nothing, bro. Like, not nothing, nothing, but, like, I didn't know what I thought I knew. I should say it that way. In what regards? Because, it, and, and it's funny we're talking about this because I had a conversation with a, uh, a cousin of mine, a younger cousin of mine. I, I try to mentor him, but, you know, these kids nowadays, man. But, you know, I was telling him it's a difference between someone who's hustling and someone who's an, a true entrepreneur and to get to that point where you're a true entre entrepreneur it takes a lot of skill development in various areas it's not just in the area that you're most um yeah you're you're you're, you're good at you're you're most um knowledgeable about you've got to be the marketing person you've got to know what you're doing in the space You've got to be the CEO, the COO, all these facets, all these different titles and hats that you have to wear as an entrepreneur is very taxing on the person initially, um, especially, especially on the, on the, on the, um, at the, at the outset, you know, starting out, but totally agree. You know, the reward is just phenomenal. If, if you can stick in there and it takes a lot, it, Man, with entrepreneurial entrepreneurship, it takes it's a spiritual thing. Like it's so many different things you have to tap into. To, you know what I mean? To really make that work. And a lot of people only show because we're in a social media uh, in, uh, society nowadays. They only show the oh, you know, look at me with the with the rolly or the car or the house or whatever from being my own boss. But it's tougher than that, and, and you know it takes a lot, man. It okay. takes a lot. Yo, so straight up, right? This is the whole thing behind why I did the podcast called Trekking Cryptos to Connect, bro. Because the mm -hmm. idea, the idea is, I'm not trying to give you highlights of this space. Like, dude, I talk about like, um, like the way the podcast is set up. It's a two segment thing. So the first half is my daily talk which is recordings that I had back from November. So I talk about when I like tried to apply for a job with Exodus Wallet, I didn't get it. But then I talk about what, like what I learned in the lesson. You know what I'm saying? Like I talk mm -hmm. about like the whole shit going on with um, when I went down to Chile, like Chile was cool on the end of I got to go, but I had to have X amount of little finagling things happening on the back end, like um, getting in contact with the organizers, having to like, do x amount of commitment and promise to them on regards to social media um I, I you don't know who nathan hawk is but me and him was supposed to room together he canceled with me bro on the way to the airport why did he cancel because his work screwed him and me and him is cool we have no issue like me and him are really cool um and we have no issue but it was one of those like this is what it this is this crypto life like this is what i'm going through and then I look to highlight people who are more at the ground level space, like yourself, like myself. Um, 
and like X amount of other people that I come across who are like doing that ground level education and the ground level empowerment. Like, but what I'm also realizing too is that um, for as much as I talk about inclusion, I also have to start working to talk to more of the the bigger personalities in the space. So like, um, I got cool. Well, I don't want to say cool, but I definitely got a rapport built with Paul from Edge Wallet, right? And Jessica, his controller, has been on me for like months about doing an interview with him because I interviewed her first. And I was like, nah, I don't really do interviews with like the CEO, big wig folks. Like they already have enough attention. I really rather talk to you. My point well, being- The thing is you have to leverage other people so that audiences, so that you build an audience for the, for the people to uh, to see the the common folk that you interview, so if you you do have to go after those individuals, in my opinion. And 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 this is part of what I've been learning, bro. Because initially, initially when I started the idea, before I even had it formulated as Trek and Cryptos to Connect, the initial concept that I had as far as like doing content. Um, was one to just catalog my experience but then because i was going to all these different meetups in different cities and different states i started noticing little differences and nuances right and so i was like wow nobody's talking about this let me start you know talking to the people who put the meetups together and get their perspective on what they're seeing so initially when i first started this whole thing it was about just talking to people who were doing meetups and events centered around cryptocurrencies and blockchain technology it wasn't until after the summertime that i started going okay you know what i need to expand and then when i had the conversations that i was having down in um in chile like with paul and like um um alana from um from treasure wallet i mean not treasure wallet but the, the treasure the, you know who i'm talking about right uh are they ledger or oh yeah no they're they're treasure yeah yeah she's, she's now on casa she's the cto i think right, you know, right. But yeah right talking with x amount of those people um and realizing like yo like yo she's mad down to earth bro she's mad cool um but that whole thing of like okay if i'm really about this whole inclusion principle and i i believe that that's how we're going to achieve mass adoption because it takes all types i can't be biased towards people who are bigger personalities in the space. And I, I I had to humble myself and like self-check myself on that one. You know, like Yeah, no doubt. Like again, that's part of you wearing your marketing hat because you have to you have to do those have that marketing strategy to build your base and your audience so that your vo your voice and the people that the everyday people that you have on your show, their voice is heard. Because it's it, you know, it, it's no point if you got these people on your show you're doing these great interviews and no one's listening mm -hmm. Yo, it, it and the thing you were saying about like with entrepreneurship like this is like my third i want to say endeavor of like entrepreneurship right and this one has been one that i have committed to the longest um as far has as like has the other ones has the have the other ones that you the other two ventures that you tried did you did you have a job still yes i still kept i still i was still doing my job thing so and this this is your first <laughs> this is your first entrepreneurial uh venture <laughs> okay. 
on the real like because it's real like it's no joke like you got to make it happen so that's sink when you it, sink or swim sink or swim so that's what i tell people like and i was telling my cousin like you say you're an entrepreneur but really you're a hustler right now and it's fine but you need to transition over to being a true entrepreneur where you're if you don't dedicate the whatever x amount of hours a day you're working to your venture in my opinion you you won't really grow to that level that you envision you can't have one foot in one foot out i've rarely seen that work successfully in the in the cases that it has worked those individuals could be way further if they took that leap of faith and committed to the idea doesn't mean it's going to work, but you got to make that commitment and that jump to uh, to see if that idea is going to really pan yeah. out for you. Totally, totally agree, man. Like, like I said, this year, it, like that whole of uh, like the self-reflection and like realizing what your 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 strengths are and your need improvement. And your limit. And your limit. Yeah. Yeah. No, like. I, I have definitely learned in the last six months, I'm not, like, and I say this, you you see me say it all, enough for the time of, I'm a tech over price person. I don't talk price. I don't, you know what I'm saying? On the end of, yeah, I realize yeah. like, that's not, that's not where my head is. That's not where my attention is. And it's not my strength as far as, I'm not going to be able to quote you like, you know, three months ago, yeah, you remember when Bitcoin was blah, 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 and then the trade market looked like this, and there was a 30% conversion up. I'm not that dude. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. Mm -hmm. All the time. Like, oh, well, you know, how do you do this? Oh, I want to do trade. I'm like, listen, I give you the basic information, and I can help guide you in regards to being safe within the space to a relative degree, but I'm not going to tell you what to put your money in or how you should exactly use this technology. That's not my part of the thing. I help you get to the door. I help you open the door. But as for the way you walk it's, through the- It's funny because when I started my journey in crypto, um, I was I was more the evangelist. I was trying to get people to just test it out, buy a couple, you know, test it out with me. And only had literally one, one two people, one person out the gate which is my best friend from, um, from high school and college. He, um, he jumped in and, 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 and he's still a firm believer in it, but most people would not take a look at it, didn't care, didn't understand the concept, so on and so forth. So I really, over the years, stopped even trying to convince people the first three, like, okay, the first year I got into crypto, I was really trying to be an evangelist for this technology because I thought it would be something that would be a game changer. And I still think it is. But like the next three years, three, four years, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't telling people about buying it really. I mean, I tried to get my mom and my, and my father in. But other than that, I stopped, man, because people just weren't listening and understanding the concept of Bitcoin. <clears throat> and so it's ironic though, because in 2017, people were coming to me. <laughs> like what, 
I remember you talking about, man, you're the Bitcoin guy, man. I remember you, you know, I'll be out at all lounges or social places. Man, I remember you the Bitcoin, you the crypto dude, man. What should I buy? I want to get in, man. I want to get in. You know, and he'll say these types of things. And I was just like, hey, I mean, you could see if you want to get in or not. It's up to you. You got to do your own research. Uh, I'm right. done trying to tell people. <laughs> because I was, yeah, go ahead. I was the same way in the beginning, bro. And yeah. I remember one of my homeboys, he's a hustling dude. Like, this dude will work his, like, 50 hours at work, go do Uber, go do Uber Eats, sell stuff on um, Craigslist. Like, See, that's a hustler. That's how my cousin is. Right, right. And so... um it took me three years, bro, to get him to even buy $25 worth of crypto. And this is last mm-hmm. year. Like, mm-hmm. we was on the podcast, my first one, and we'd be talking about it, blah, 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 because we knew another dude from out of um, Wisconsin. He was mining Bitcoin in the earlier years, and he was on a deployment with us. And, you know, we would talk a little bit this and that about it. And at that point, I had already got my first foot in the door on Bitcoin, right? And then mm-hmm. we would talk about it, but he was just still so skeptical. We come back and we still talking about it, blah, 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 blah. And then it took, dude, like, and I tell you, it took like three years for me to get him to even do $25 worth. And yeah. once I saw how that was going in regards to when I would talk to people and, you know, like I said, I'm more of a techie person. So I'm talking about all these use cases and technology stuff. So I'm talking about it's a lot of it's going over people's heads. It's going over people's heads, man. It really is. And until this day, I'm going to be honest, even the people that did jump in in 2017 still were only jumping in because of price. I would say 90% of the individuals who were jumping in were, were jumping in because of speculation, because of the hype. So, um, you know, and so when you remove those individuals, you, you're going to get a, you're going to get a, it's going to reflect in the price of Bitcoin in, in a negative manner. It's going to go back or revert back to its mean. Um, where that is, we're still trying to figure that out. But it's cool. Like, you know, I made a lot of money off of getting in early, you know, but that wasn't even the intent. Like, I just, I saw this because, see, back then, you know, I was telling someone, they always ask me, well, you know, what, what, what price did you get in Bitcoin? I'm, I'm like, I purchased my first 10 Bitcoin at $78. And they're like, wow, like, oh my God, man. Like, but back then we didn't know, like $75 was, $75 was expensive then. <laughs> Who are you like, that was, Yeah, like that was crazy. Like you spent $78 on this digital money, mm-hmm. like that's what people were saying. And so it's just funny looking looking at, you know, today it being where it is. Um, you know, I, I just think uh, people in 17 really got into it for the wrong reasons and pushed it up a lot. And, and, it, and I think it still will go higher uh, in 19, end of 19 and going into 2020, um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be forced by some geopolitical, 
you know, it'll be it'll be some uh, economical reasons for the the next move up, which which may make it even more violent. The black swan stuff. Yeah, but you never can, you know, you never can put that in your forecast mm-hmm. because it's a black swan. That's it's called a black swan for a reason. You never know when it's going to happen. You'll end up mm-hmm. looking like, uh, you know, uh, Peter Schiff for ten years, saying mm-hmm. that the sky is going to fall in equities, and it never, and it keeps keeps going up and go goes nowhere. The guy knows what he's saying, but you can't put a date on a black swan event mm, there you go so you gotta roll with the punches <laughs> you, you know what else i realized too um and there was the other thing too that got me on the end of like bump it like just leave the job this way and then do what i need to do to um to uh get paid in cryptos because like at a certain point like that realization hit me of like yo like I'm over here working this fiat stuff to then convert it over to this. Let me just go do work that will get me to crypto straight. And it's been an interesting little journey, bro. Like on the end of like, yeah, like now I I get to write and like I get paid in crypto, which honestly, that wasn't even the initial goal. Like I said, the initial goal was to be a smart contract dev. The writing thing just happened to happen because I needed to find another way to like get income in for paying bills. Well, see, that's the thing. When you jump out there fully, you start to exercise all the creative capabilities that you have. That's how you, that's how you grow as an entrepreneur. If you see, if you have that safety net of a job, you wouldn't have even thought to do the writing as a, as an answer as a secondary uh, backup to what your initial intent was because you would have had your job and you would have just you know had that as a safety net so that's what mm-hmm. i mean when i tell people you're not a true entrepreneur until you you're an entrepreneur only mm. yo okay so that goes to what i say to people like there's two types of folks in the space you have the people who live in the space and then you have the people who live off the space the in the space people are like you know ken me um you but like the off the space people are like people who still hold their job like their their fiat based job and then like i mine in a mining pool or i have a mining rig in my basement or i swing trade on the weekend um or like I've been hodling and I just hodled, but you know, I'm still keeping my regular nine to five um, gig. Um, mm-hmm. I feel um, like from what my travels have been like and conversations have been like, it's like a slow creep where there are more people looking to make that crossover, but um, they're not necessarily um, like, understandably there, there's no like, certainty of boom i'm gonna just jump and everything is gonna work out like i i swear like ken is my boy through and through but the way he did it 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 is a not it's a it's um what do you call it it's not a plug and play model it's not a one size fits all it works for his lifestyle for how he did his conversion but like i tell people all the time like living in the space is not for everybody especially like when you're in first tier countries 
um, like where we are within like the West or like EU, um, like the Americanized thing, as far as like having all of the predominant infrastructure be geared towards fiat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that like, I like, bro, when I, I didn't realize how much of a, of a, of a, of a mental um, shift it would be to have to figure out like, okay, I get paid this way. I have to convert this way. I need to then do this to change over to, to take care of this bill. Like the back end work of it is what I tell people is not what most people will want to deal with or are ready to deal with. And yeah. And you know, I don't, and it's, it's funny because when I first started my actual website for, for crypto blood that I, you know, for crypto blood, um, I only accepted cryptos mm-hmm. and for all my merchandise services and all of that, because I wanted to represent fully what, you know, what I'm in, what I'm immersed in. And so it's, it's over time, I, I got so many people saying, well, you know, can I pay with PayPal Can I pay, you know, with a credit card, so on and so forth. So I ended up integrating PayPal payments into my website and majority of my sales are through PayPal. No. From crypto from the crypto industry. So what that what that shows me and I already knew this but we are very far from being um a self sufficient um, industry aside from the fiat traditional industry. Mm-hmm. I'm talking 15, 20 years from now. Okay. Bro, like, so, I, that's another realization I had, like, in the, the latter half of the year where it's like, okay, like, we, we talk and we, um, you know, are verbose about this whole, like, crypto, 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 and you know payment processing and make it be um, um, a payment solution stuff but at the end of the day for and particularly like like i said like the first tier countries like it's just not the the at the front of the line or even in the middle of the line like you have those of us who are ahead of the curve on certain things of it but generally speaking man like that's another reason why like same thing i had to look at like well like initially the same thing i had on my page my landing page for the consulting side was like everything would be in crypto and then um, i was talking with somebody um um, a lawyer friend of mine and we were talking about that whole you know payment thing and then i don't know if you know who samson williams is but me and him He's mainly international. He does a lot of stuff out of like Dubai, Saudi Arabia, um, and um, Bitcoin Island place. Um, um, I forgot the name for the little island in the Mediterranean. Island he mainly, or something? No, no, not Island of Man. The one that's like south of Italy. But he mainly does a lot of stuff out of there, right? American dude from Texas. But mm-hmm. we were talking, and me, him, and her at different points were talking, and I, I came to that same realization too, where it's like, okay, like. I'm talking about helping educate people to get in, but if I'm trying to help you on ramp and I'm telling you to pay me, why should I give you the extra hassle of having to um, pay 
in crypto when you don't even know the whole thing of how to get into it yet and then i I'm yeah like, i'm extra work yeah and you're turn and you're and you're actually eliminating business yes you're you're eliminating right. prospect there yeah so because it's just simply not an, the easiest on ramp to do this yet and and that's mm -hmm. what i tell people you know people got so overzealous in 2017 about cryptos but again, I'm looking at it from the bird's eye view because many, I'm beyond frank with you, many of these people who are proselytizing and, and, and have been so, you know, bold about crypto in 2017, got in in 2017. <laughs> they, you know what I mean? They ain't been, been around. So, you know, we're going to have a different perspective on cryptocurrencies being you know if, if if you got in 15 14 13 12 like like i did into 12 13 like i did man is you, you're going to have a different perspective you're going to interpret things and, and have a more patient view at growth in this cryptocurrency um space you know because Bro. we've had the, we've had the ups and downs many times since 2013 and and those were the things that i was noticing like i was talking to um this lady karen she's the coo of um this uh this trading um company well, it's not a trading company but they're a company that's blockchain based out of um south africa and i was giving her some of my little insights right and i gave like and i said like to her i was like i could probably like I can tell you, you relatively came to the space. You relatively, you yeah. and she was like, well, how do you figure? And then I started breaking down like my interpretation of our conversations that we've been having for like a day and a half. Right. And mm -hmm. she was interesting. And I was like, well, yeah, but like, I can tell on the end of you have an economics background, like you're an economist, you're a lawyer. And what we've been talking about, as far as like just the space and like you know um marketing and advertising and like the community and um how you know b2b and b2c and all that stuff is like it shows in the conversation you don't yeah. have the pre-17 mentality of where we're talking right. about like inclusion and we're talking about helping the the folks that are in the more downtrodden um parts of society like and, and granted, you know, it's, it's not to say she's a bad person or anything like that, but she no, was just like, it was, she was like really surprised. And then she said some real like, you know, technical economic term on how I um, like put the stuff like that surmised what I was saying. Like there's some kind of term or phrase that talks about how you break people down within timelines and distinctions and groups and demographic stuff. And she was just like really surprised because I was like, yeah, you've probably been in for like 18 months. And she was like, yeah, you, you, you right. You know, um, yeah. and this is what I was noticing, though, based on the conversations where it was like, I'm going to D.C., I'm going to Philly, I'm in Baltimore, then meeting people who were like out in Texas then talking with people who are out in like Cleveland and starting to see all these little nuances of where I would. And then, bro, when I went out to Southeast Asia last year, um, and there was something that you were talking about on um, one of your recent um, posts. I think it was like this week you did a um, thing and you were saying something about Cliff High. I was in Southeast Asia. I was in, um, 
where the hell was I? I was in Seoul, right? And I went mm -hmm. to uh, the the name of the place is the Bitcoin. It's the Bitcoin something, but it's, it, at the time it was like one of the only major Bitcoin friendly like places. Like you can go there and buy Bitcoin, and they'll talk to you about mining and stuff. And I was asking about like, well, what do you guys think about like this exchange? All of the exchanges I named, and I was naming like Coinbase and like talking about Ether Delta and stuff. They were like, we don't know about that. And at the time, I didn't understand that um the markets as far as the exchanges are relative to the region and then the same thing goes for the personalities so like x amount of the people that i was knowing is like oh yeah this is who i listen to and i watch blah 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 you know um on youtube they were saying like we don't know who that is mm -hmm. and and bro i even talked about like cliff i talked about the webbot reports all of it and they were just like mm -hmm yeah yeah and it blew my mind bro because here it was i had this like real um western american centric point of view about like how everyone is paying attention to us and that was the first thing to get me to be like oh shit like it's more of a global thing and american yeah. um the american centric view is not what's going on out here no, for the most part, no. Well, not at, not at the grassroots level, no. You know, yeah. you got all these, you know, Wall Street and all these bigger companies getting in. That's that's the Western civilization. That's that's uh, you know, United States, UK, and, and maybe how you know uh, some of the Asian areas, uh, financial hubs. But no, that's that's a that's a that's a that's a small, well, maybe not small fraction. But that's only a, a a part of the picture in crypto. Mm -hmm. And then also when I was in Chile earlier this month, so we had a whole price dip going on, bro. When I tell you, like I, bro, I definitely say to you, if you get the chance to go to that conference, mm -hmm. and they country every, they change the South American country every year, so they're in a different country. Go down there, bro, because it is a mm -hmm. very different experience compared to like the American conferences where like I didn't have anybody shilling their coin at me. It was like, all right, let's talk about like what we're working on and like mm -hmm. how we're looking right with this other thing or this other project. Um and no one was talking about the whole price dip stuff, bro. Like that wasn't even uh it 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 wasn't a I don't want to say blip, but it wasn't like the major um topic of discussion even when the um there was that one day where there was like i think like a hundred um dollar difference drop or something and like no one was like oh man can you believe like it was just like yeah so you know let's talk about how we're going to work to expand into like Colombia's market or let's work on this cross project to promote um blockchain for humanity and then we could do this thing over in um south africa like the conversations were all centered around collaboration and actually bringing added value to the space as opposed to like well how am i going to make money off of you yeah like yeah it bro like i know this year coming and up and that's simply because you know 
cryptocurrencies in those types of countries are for survival. Um, maybe I'm using a kind of extreme adjective there, but it's more so for survival versus speculation. Yes. You know, a lot of those countries have so, so, so much hyperinflation going on, so much um, economic inequality, and it's because of their fiat currencies. Here, we have it good. We still have it good here. So that's what I mean by people thinking, and, you know, again, we got very overzealous in 2017. People thought we would be... 10% of the world using Bitcoin by 2019 and stuff like that. No, it's going to take decades. And that's fine. That's fine. That's but I'm just, glad for the, I'm just glad for the technology um, because now the, the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. Having, mm -hmm. you know, being able to have that Byzantine fault, you know, tolerance capability is 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 a is, is a blessing man from the universe for sure man like like i said bro th this has just been a wow learning experience for what i thought i knew for all the prior years like it it, it got tested and i had to learn a whole new like i had to re relearn stuff one and then like um learn new things and yeah. like you were saying about the whole pr part like i've really been looking at the space going like why is it that when it comes to the social media side of stuff like i get the eyeballs and numbers right mm -hmm. within traditional social media so that's like the the facebook the youtube instagram twitter blah 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 um but we see more uh blockchain based social media coming up and I think that the communities, as far as the the users that are going to those platforms, are being um, what's the word I'm looking for? Excuse me, undervalued. Mm -hmm. in, in that, um, like I make the argument that if you have it, that we have more people using ad blockers, you have bots, and then you have um, uh, what's the other thing? Brave browser is growing in usage, yeah. and I'm not like phenomenally globally around the world, but I'm saying like that. They got like six, seven, seven million active users. Right, but like those things to me make me bring up the question of why is it that I'm gonna say majority of blockchain-based companies are still focused on going the traditional social media route if x amount of the population that is um blockchain conscious aren't using those platforms anymore right and if the idea depending on what your business is if it's to do the whole b2c and build a community thing why not go to the pools where those people are already conscious and then work to um deliver your message about your product or service like that's one of the questions i've been having for the last couple of months and i get the numbers part of it but i also feel like they're still um undervalued for like looking at bittube or looking at steam it um like 
if you look on Steam, it like you can find an article written by somebody from like from Chile, Argentina, all the way over to like Tokyo, Australia, right? Just depending on what it is you're looking for. Um, and so to me, that shows that there's a global presence on the platform because of all of that diversity on where people are writing from. But my bigger thing is that those people are blockchain aware, as opposed to you trying to go on YouTube and then basically like spam out this video and hope the algorithms push it pushes it into somebody's feed or they know enough to be able to search specifically for what your um seo um terms come up with you know you get what i'm saying yeah no i hear you i hear you but i think you got to just cover all bases because you just don't oh, you know what i mean sure. you don't know who who is who and who, you know <clears throat> you know i get a lot of views of course i've been working at it but get a decent amount of views for the number of subscribers I have on YouTube, get a decent number of views. Um, but, you know, that allows you to create that brand. And I think the the type of audience that is on YouTube has a longer um, attention span when it comes to content uh, viewing or, 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 you know, consumption mm. versus well, now, Instagram. Huh? Oh, Sure, for sure, bro. Yeah. But now, like, like I was just talking with somebody, my um, one of my um, homegirls last night, and she was like, "All right, so like, how you doing? Like, what you gonna do for next year and stuff?" And I was saying, one of the goals is definitely to really start like stepping up the whole content creation thing. So articles, um, BitTube as a as a actual streaming platform. Um, I'm going to integrate the YouTube, but use it to drive the attention over to BitTube. Instagram, I've been playing around with that a lot for like, what is it, a month and a half now? Um, Steam it is another thing that I'm going to get back on, like really using more. And my basic thing is push out more content, start to see how the attention works out for the different things. So between the podcast, writing the articles, um you know uh the just like my daily um thoughts my daily talk um series part and then seeing how the the content is gravitated towards and then start find like um funneling it down from there and yeah uh, sounds good brother you know be safe for the new year um yeah you too you too all right man Thanks again. Okay, cool. All right. So there you have it. That was the conversation we had. Um, I did cut some of it out. Crypto um, Blood knows that I did cut some of the conversation out because some of it was about what we were doing within our own um, businesses as far as trying to work with certain other um, platforms and stuff. So that wasn't necessarily public conversation stuff. And 
yeah, um, I hope somebody, you know, got inspired. I hope somebody learned something, gained some new insight. If you got any questions for me, I'm going to have my um, contact stuff in the description. If you got any questions for CB, I'll have his stuff in there too. But you can find me on Twitter at Smart Trekking. You can find me on Instagram at Trekking Cryptos to Connect. And you can even find me on LinkedIn. If you got any questions, want to do something, I'm also interested in talking with more people. Like I said, I'm going to be getting more of the um the more notable personalities in the space involved within this conversation on trekking cryptos to connect and i'm still going to be talking with my people at the ground level who are helping to empower and educate people about blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies globally it's it's a lot going on there's a lot of people doing some really great things and i have some really good interviews that will be pushed out in these coming um days and so that's it gngs until the next one